Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hi there, it's me, Laura Wasser, the divorce attorney and the founder of It's Over Easy, the online divorce service. I've been practicing family law for over 20 years, and I've worked on thousands of divorces, shepherding people through what may be one of the most terrifying times in their lives. Along the way, I often have to remind people to lower their expectations. When dealing with matters of the heart, rules simply don't apply, because all's fair in love and war. So welcome to the All's Fair podcast. Fasten your seatbelts and let's go. Hey guys, I'm Laura and this is All's Fair with Laura Wasser. Johnny Rains is here too. Hey everybody. So um, we have a cool show today, but I wanted to do a little update because we have now kind of moved into the fall. We are finishing our year and we are still in our homes yeah, still COVID-19 has gone nowhere. Uh, yeah. And so we never thought it would last for this long. I, I've had a lot of people asking me in other interviews what it's done to the divorce rate, how things are happening. Um, I know one of our stories today has to do with China, which was kind of the leader for us on what was happening with divorce during COVID. Uh, we right. have seen a bit of a spike in divorces on the It's Over Easy website because I think people are more willing to do this at home and wanting to be able to do it without having to see a lawyer. I also think people are holding off as a result of being at home with their spouses and not being able to have anywhere to go. You will remember at the outset of this, I said, I don't think it's going to cause a spike in divorce because I think people are really going to dig deep and deal with their issues. That would have been the case for three months. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's still kind of crazy that the way that COVID has impacted all of our relationships. I mean, all this video uh, dating and talking, and I know you're, you are still doing probably video hearings. and Video hearings. I have a video deposition tomorrow. I mean, it's very – and look – I mean, I also have had a few, two or three court appearances where I go down to Los Angeles Superior Court wearing a mask, making my arguments. I actually prefer to do them via Zoom, but um, 
it's, it's weird, man. I mean, you know, exchanging documents, having to look things over, not being right there next to your client. It, it's definitely, we're all getting a little bit more tech savvy. And we are also, I think, unfortunately, getting a little bit less tactile. I remember when this all started, I think it was Hollywood Reporter interviewed a bunch of people and said, are you still, you know, touching people? And this was early. This was like, you know, February, March. Right. And I said, in my business, I think it's still really important to shake hands because I think people need that, you know, touch to say, You're, you can trust me. We're making a deal. I mean, that's like gone. You know, I haven't touched anybody in months. <laughs> <laughs> Nor do you want to. Um, right. But Perhaps that's a perfect segue in back into that story from China yes. um, who, about the woman whose horrible, horrible husband abused her. Um, and and to the point where she was she had to jump out of a window to escape from him. And still, the courts in China, they wouldn't grant her a divorce. Right. Yes. I mean, look, there's not a lot of great stuff about divorce except for being able to move on to your next chapter, but we definitely have it better here in the U.S. than we do in other countries. As you know, Johnny, the evolution of dissolution that we're working towards with, it's over easy. I mean, right now we're only in the U.S., but the idea that people kind of through education can get a little bit more enlightened as to how they can move through their relationships and divorces is, is what we're all about. Yes. And finally, I mean, thankfully, she was able to get divorced after the video from the security tapes in the store where her husband was beating her that she had to jump out of the window to escape from went viral around the world. And it caused the, I guess, the family law courts in China to reverse their decision and allow her to yep. get divorced. Moving on to happier news, there was the cutest lesbian couple in the New York Times vows section who just got married and had over 10,000 people express interest in coming to their wedding or coming virtually to our earlier point. Um, they are uh, the lovely Jody Ann Morgan and Chaya Milkteen of Milwaukee. And tell us about Jordan and Chaya's wedding. Well, it was interesting because it was intimate in one way um, because it was really actually it was only the two of them and the officiant in person live but then they posted it on Facebook and 10,000 people expressed uh, interest or indicated they were going to watch the wedding after it was posted as a public event on Facebook. The pair chose Indianapolis because it's known as the elopement capital of the Midwest. Did you know that Laura? No, I didn't. What, what Neither it is? <laughs> yes, the elopement it's the, the capital. Capital, okay. yes. Mm -hmm. um, moving on, uh, ended up having about 1,600 viewers share blessings and gratitude in the comments section of the live feed. And the public event offered a way for family members who are less supportive of them to tune in to the live stream. It was very interesting. So they could talk shit about them while they were watching the wedding? One of the grandmothers, the chick Chaya Milkteen, uh, she grew up in a Hasidic Jewish household before she went into foster care as a teenager. Um, she oh doesn't speak with her parents. I think it's probably then Chaya. <laughs> ah, sorry. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Chaya Milkteen. She doesn't talk to her parents any longer, but she does talk to one of her grandmothers. Her grandmother said to her after the ceremony, because she did watch, that she almost shed a tear. Almost. Okay. Well, that's close. <laughs> I think everyone should get married at least once. I did. I was 25 and my own marriage lasted only about 14 months, which turned out to be good because it meant we didn't have such a difficult time untangling our lives. 
This is unfortunately not the case for most people who get divorced later in life. And though the divorce statistics from a variety of sources show that millennials are decimating the divorce rate by not getting divorced or not getting married in the first place for that matter, according to the Pew Research Center, among U.S. adults aged 50 and older, the divorce rate has roughly doubled since the 1990s. And according to the National Center for Health Statistics and the U.S. Census Bureau, among those aged 65 and older, the divorce rate has roughly tripled. You can find my guide to getting divorced over 50 on honeygood.com. And for those of you who don't know about honeygood.com, you should, especially if you're a woman over 50. It's the award-winning lifestyle hub created by Susan Honey Good that turns hundreds of thousands of women over 50 into girlfriends. Welcome to All's Fair, Susan Honey Good. Hi, honey. Hi, Laura. How are you? It's so nice to be here. <laughs> I'm well, thanks. We're really glad to have you here. Tell our listeners, how did you acquire the name Honey Good? I love it. Well, I acquired the name Good from my <laughs> husband, Sheldon Good. Mm-hmm. And it's the best last name anyone could have. And Honey is my grandmother's name. I was a Got very it. young grandmother, and my daughter was a very young mother. And she looked at me one day and she said, Mom, I look like the babysitter and you look like Robbie's mom. So how can I ever call you grandmother? I said, well, what should he call me? And she looked at me and she said, honey, it's stuck <laughs> and now I'm your proud grandmother in a blended family of 26 grandchildren. 26. I read that somewhere. Jeez Louise. And, that, and what are the age ranges broadly? Uh, the age ranges are high school to marriage. So 16, my husband's children are in their 30s. Got 16 it. and up. So how many kids do you have that are your biological kids? I have two daughters, and my husband had two sons. One um, is no longer with us. Okay. And you lost your first husband, Michael, when you were in your 40s. How did you recover from that? And on this show, we talk a lot about next chapters, whether they be by death, divorce. I mean, give some advice to our listeners about how you moved on to the next chapter, which seems like it's a pretty good one. Well, first of all, I lost my husband instantly. So it was, it was a terrible shock. And right. um, I, had, I had teenage daughters. And I was very lucky because for some unknown reason, I was able to trust my instincts and actually the signals that my heart gave me, and my mind gave me. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to go through this process in almost, I don't want to say a, a surreal way, but a way in which I could connect so strongly to my feelings that through the four different stages, I was able to come out of my widowhood, feeling that the process worked for me. You know, a lot of people, they race out right away. They can't confront their feelings. A lot of people, 
run to um, a psychologist or a, psychi a psychiatrist, but I was able to just emerge within myself. And I did this in different ways. And what's especially interesting is that I had never lost anyone. I had never even lost a pet. Wow. So the first thing I did is I walked. And every day I walked four miles in the morning and four miles in the afternoon with my pooch, Mahalo. Mm -hmm. I was very fortunate because I lived in the Hawaiian Islands, mm -hmm. which is a very special place to heal. So by walking, I was able to get in touch with myself, and I also felt I was doing something that was healthy. So that, that was one of the things um, that I did. And a second thing was that I decided to move out of our home, which most people don't do. Right. Because the memories were too, too great. So I took everything that meant something to me, and I moved into um, an apartment on the sea that where I felt like I was in a cocoon, and my living space was so peaceful because you have, people don't understand that when you have a tremendous jolt like I did, and other women have, you can no longer even concentrate. It's eerie. You know, I got up every day, I put on my lipstick, I walked my pooch, but I could not concentrate at all. So living in these peaceful surroundings, it was very healing for me. And I trusted my, I trusted, as I told you before, my instincts. Mm -hmm. And I went with the flow. So that's what I did. And it worked. That's huge. And I think you have a blog article, How I Survived the Loss of My Husband. Is that story in that article? Yes, it is. Okay, good. Because I know that there's going to be people who want to read more about that. Now, I know that you and Sheldon are featured in Ari Seth Cohen's coffee table yeah. book, Advanced Love. I've seen some of those photos, which are great. So, but guys, this is a coffee table book that features subjects who prove that love is bound by neither the constraints of age or time. So tell us how you met Sheldon and what, in your opinion, honey, is the secret of success in a second marriage? Well, I met Shelly through a friend. And my friend had been my friend since I was six years old. She went out on a date with him and unselfishly said to me, I found you the most perfect husband. And of course I said- That's a good friend. <laughs> I know. And of course I said, I'm not interested. It was seven months after Michael passed away. She went back to, to Shelly and, and he called me. And I told him that I was going to be coming into Chicago because I decided I was going to leave Honolulu with my daughters and settle near my family. Which was A where? year and a day in Chicago. Okay. But it would be a year and a day after Michael died. But I was coming in to look for 
our living arrangements. And I met him. And oh my God, I couldn't believe what happened. <gasps> and I'm telling you this because this is what I think is so important. I was staying with my parents and I had to come out revolving glass doors. And the minute I saw him, my heart went pitter-patter. And it's still pitter-pattering 28 years later. Oh, my God. I couldn't control it. I could not control what was going on in my body. And I had never met the man. So he took me out to brunch yes. at the pump room in Chicago. And after two hours, he looked at me and he said, I have been a widower for six years and I am going to marry you. Oh my God. Now, how, what, how did you feel? Was that good? Was that scary? Was that weird? I mean, most women long to hear that, but you had been, you've already, you already were married. You were already a parent. You've been through this instantaneous painful death. You had just moved. So what, what were your feelings? I have to tell you the truth. I was so excited. I couldn't help it. It just happened. I wasn't looking for it. And I didn't feel guilty. Thinking back right now, I was just, I was overjoyed. But I, I have very strong values and realizing I was the mother of two daughters, I told him that I would not see him until a year and a day after Michael passed away. Because when I lost Michael and my children lost their father, it was so riveting. It's the only word I can think to describe what happened in our lives. So I was very cognizant of others beside myself, my children. Right. And so it, it was a little bit of a mix. But this is what I think women should look for, whether they're in their 20s or their 70s or 80s or 50s. The most important thing to look for in order to have a successful marriage is to be in sync with one another. And by that, I mean, if you like everything that your spouse likes, and that doesn't mean that you don't have your individual feelings and opinions, what can you really argue about? Right. Right? There is the matter of the sleep divorce. You could still argue over who's going to, you know, keep the left or the right side of the bed or staying inside of the same bed. <laughs> I just had to say, you can always find something to argue about. But I, I just have to tell you, during that brunch, Shelley said to me, now he had been a widower for six years. Mm -hmm. He said, you know, when I started dating... I didn't think religion mattered. I found out it did. Interesting. And I found out other things that were very important to me. And so 
two years ago or a year ago, I made a list of what I needed in a wife. And you are the recipe. The first thing was you had to be very sexually attracted to one another. And we were. And then the list goes on. He wanted to marry a woman that did not have small children. He had gone through the process once. He did not care to go through it a second time. And how old were the girls at this point? My girls were in their late teens and early 20s. Okay. So check. His kids were in their 30s. Right. Okay. He wanted to marry a woman that was educated. He wanted to marry a woman whose values matched his. He wanted to marry a woman that liked to travel. He wanted to marry, um, I can't even think of all of them, but all I can tell you is that every single thing on his, oh, this was really interesting. He wanted to marry a woman from out of town. And I said, why? Right. He said, because I don't want to ever think that we are out socially and we run into someone you went out with or any woman. Right. It was just, that was to me the, the strangest. <laughs> but thing. understandable. But I understand. So he really thought wrong and hard. And everything that he mentioned, I was the perfect mm-hmm. recipe. And I felt the same about him. So the only thing, and Johnny mentioned, well, you have to argue about something. All we do, one thing, money. Really? Not a lot, but, you know, women really, I'm a gatherer. You know, I love to buy gifts for everyone. I love to buy things. I'm a gatherer. And most men are not spenders, you know, the way women spend. And my husband does love beautiful things. Don't get me wrong. Right. Right. So he would say to me, did you really need that? And then I would say, I think I did. <laughs> and, then he said, <laughs> and then he would say, oh, well, you know, you can have anything you want. But I was not a woman that just went out and, you know, was crazy. But I, that, that seems to be the one issue we have. But we love to, we love the same foods. Mm-hmm. We love to travel to the same places. So if you choose a spouse like that you are in sync with, there's a lot of camaraderie. Yes. There's a good mix, yes. right? Yes. And I think too many women think that they may be able to change a man. You know, when you meet a man, you know, your heart gives you a signal. Yeah. Right? Yep. Did it give you one? It, it gives me one all, too often, unfortunately. <laughs> but yes, I mean, it, it has, it does. I totally agree with what you were saying earlier about instincts and, and particularly with women. I mean, we have good instincts. We need to follow them. I think we know. I see so many young women now, their own blogs and podcasts and TikTok and all these things where they're giving or discussing dating advice. And what I see so often are the same things being said about red flags. And these are women in their 20s. I mean, 
you know, you know, if somebody doesn't seem to be honest, you know, if somebody, I mean, you know, one thing that always has been a huge, huge turnoff for me is a guy who's cheap. If he doesn't tip, you know, that says a lot about him to me. It's, I agree. So, but, and I mean, maybe there are things that you could change if they're a little like that, but there's so much that flows through some of those red flags. And we really do know pretty early on. One of the things I love about your story, honey, and Sheldon's is the fact that he knew what he wanted. He made a list. I think there's so many men and women, but particularly younger men that really don't know what they want. They don't know. I mean, if somebody's hot, then let's go and see how it is, whatever. But having these kind of conversations about what it is that's important to you and really knowing not just what you want, but what you don't want or what you wouldn't have. I mean, look, I admire his honesty. He did not want to be with somebody that had young children. Doesn't make him a bad guy. Been there, done that. Not interested in getting up in the middle of the night, going to parents' nights, whatever. I respect him for knowing what he wanted and being able to articulate it and then following what his both mind and heart said in terms of what would be a good match. And I'm so happy for the two of you that you found each other. Oh, I am too. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You're listening to All's Fair with Laura Wasser. I'm Laura, and today's show is about next chapters and empowering grand women with moxie. Our guest today is often referred to as the cool 21st century grandmother. She's none other than the award-winning lifestyle blogger, entrepreneur, and author, Susan Honeygood, who upended her dazzling life to help herself and other women over 50 restore purpose, positivity, and visibility in their own lives through her musings on honeygood.com, 
her stylish interactive book, Stories for My Grandchild, and her Grand Women with Moxie Facebook group. So, honey, let's talk about your website, honeygood.com, and your grand following on social media. What's the most important message women over 50 need to hear and know? Well, that's a challenging question, but I would say that, and, and also I think young women feel this way too, but not quite the way older women do. Older women, after a certain age, begin to feel invisible. And I don't want them to. Mm -hmm. Because I believe that a woman can be beautiful at every age when she realizes that it's her inner beauty that is really important. Isn't that hard in the society, though, where it's so much about aesthetics and how you look and what you wear and what your body is? I mean, how I agree. How do we actually practice that? Do you watch um, do you watch Grace and Frankie? I have. Yes. I love it. There was one great episode. I don't watch it religiously, but I really do like it. And the creator, Marta Kaufman, is a a friend of mine. And there's one episode where they start to realize that they are they're invisible. You don't walk into a store anymore and have anybody look at you either because you're hot or because they think that you're going to steal or whatever. You're just an old lady. And they were so invisible that they were standing at the counter waiting to be helped. And literally no one, she said, we're invisible. Nobody's looking at us, which then led to them shoplifting many items of gum and candy, which I thought was pretty funny. But, um, <laughs> but I think it's true. And I think it is really, really hard, particularly for women who have been always kind of noticed and appreciated for their looks to all of a sudden walk into a room or walk down the street and not be noticed or appreciated? How, how can we as women kind of take that to heart and be able to self-love and appreciate even if we're not getting that kind of outside stimulation and appreciation for the way that we look? Well, I think that you have to have a positive attitude. Mm -hmm. And I, I actually think that if you can just understand, let's take a woman walking into a room and she has gray hair, she's not beautiful, and you're in that room or I'm in that room and there's a lot of women in the room and she stands out. Why? Because of that inner beauty. Mm -hmm. Because she has that sparkle in her eye, that smile on her face. She walks tall. She's got a sassiness about her because she's good to herself and she likes herself. Mm -hmm. Now, I understand that that... Um, getting older to many women is not a piece of cake. But I have to tell you, I have met so many women of my generation and a little younger that are so active and do so many interesting things. They can talk about travel. You know, they have time now. People want to listen to them. Right. And I have so many friends most have not remarried, but they all have partners. And they are not raving beauties, believe me. <laughs> I'm sure they I gotta tell you. Thrilled to hear you say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to tell you one story 
about my friend Joyce. Now Joyce is now in her late 80s. And she told me this story over 20 years ago. She lived in Manhattan. She owned a small newspaper. What happened to her is what you said. She started walking down Fifth Avenue or Madison Avenue and no one was looking at her. And after this happened a few times, when she arrived home, she talked to her husband, Jerry, and she said, Jerry, I can't live in New York any longer. I reinvent myself every 10 years and I'm at a point right now, I don't know how to reinvent myself. So I think we should move. And he said, where? And she said, I think we should move to Palm Springs, California, because everyone will be my age. And I will reinvent myself and I will have a fabulous life. And she did that. And he went along with it. I was going to say what happened to Jerry. He went, okay. Of course. <laughs> to hear and that. you know what? She became a jewelry designer. And she sold jewelry and made jewelry. And she became a great bridge player. And she did not play golf, but she played the other card games. Uh And when she would walk into a room, everyone looked at Joyce because Joyce was inside happy. So I don't know what the magic formula is. I guess you have to have Uh self-esteem and you have to feel worthy of yourself. And you have to be a positive woman. And if you're not, hang out with positive women. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about who, who people with whom you surround yourself. I think you said a woman's style is her biography and you've really built an industry around women needing women. Let's call this a sorority of yours. Why is this so important for those of us over 50? I mean, why now more than ever do we really need our sisters to be here with us? Well, I, I think that women need women. Many women over 50, unfortunately, are divorced. They're widowed. They live far away from their family because the kids have all scattered. So they're grandmothers from afar. And they need women. Now, you have to be a good picker. Just like you have to be a good picker of a husband. Right. You have to be a good picker of women that you choose to be in your life. And I have found that, quite frankly, I started groups. And I was written up in the New York Times because one of my groups that I started was multi-generational. Uh-huh. And I had women, 10 women. I chose them. They came to my home in Chicago. They were not good friends, and some of them didn't even know one another. Mm-hmm. And they were from age 28 to 96. And after two hours, they did not want to leave. Wow. And they were strangers. And they communicated. You know, women like to talk. Yes. Right? Yes. And women really do have a lot to <laughs> offer one another. Yes. So. I love that. All right, tell us about mascara, because I know you posted on your Facebook page last week, the best mascaras for women over 50. Are there different mascaras that are better for older women than younger women? Well, I don't really know that, Okay. to be really honest. But I know what I like. Okay. And I know what other women like. So 
One product is Bobby Brown's. Mm-hmm. Love her. What I like, I have very long lashes. I don't wear uh, false eyelashes. I happen to like Chanel. Mm-hmm. But I also like L'Oreal. Uh-huh. So one is very high priced and one is lower priced. And for all I know, uh, the same formula <laughs> might be in Walgreens. Right. In the L'Oreal. I don't know. I also like uh, Sisley. Mm-hmm. And um, for watery eyes, I think that the best is uh, the Clinique Long Lash. Okay. And I know a lot of people like Clinique. Okay. By the way, I'm friendly with Drew Barrymore and she has, you know, her own line of cosmetics. And she did say that, that the more expensive products, cosmetic wise, particularly lipsticks, which is what we were talking about, the expense comes from the packaging, these beautiful Chanel packages and the way that they, you know, add some rose essence into the lipstick, whatever, that is why they cost more rather than the actual formula. So you might be completely right about the fact that what you're buying at the drugstore is pretty much the same product as what you're buying, you know, at, at, in the Chanel boutique or whatever. Can I mention Drew Barrymore? Yes. I watch every Sunday we watch Sunday morning. Yes. Did you watch her? I didn't. I did not. I don't watch that show generally. I was on it one time, but was she, she was on it, um, plugging her new talk show. Yes. Yes. And was she great? Fabulous. Yeah. It was fabulous. I wish her all the best with her show because I think it really, there was a... I think she'll be very good. I do too. I really do. People love her. They love watching her and I think it'll be great. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your your perfect home sweet home. 
Okay, are you ready for me to swear you in? Yes. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Yes. So, honey, which relationship in your life has had the most profound impact? My husband, Sheldon Good. Oh. Without doubt. I hope he listens to this episode. Hi, Shelly. I tell him every day. Good. What is your favorite love song? Well, when we first met, we went to Mexico, and he would sing, I just called to say I love you. Lionel. Oh, no. Is that Lionel or is that Stevie? Is it Stevie? Stevie. Oh, geez. Okay. Sorry, Stevie. (laughs) You should know that, (laughs) Laura. (laughs) I still love it. It is a good one. All right. What's the one piece of advice, honey, that you'd share with your 20-something-year-old self? Well, my role model is my mom. Mm -hmm. And my mom always lived outside the box. And I live outside the box. My mom tried everything. The only thing she didn't do was own a company. So I would say positivity and living outside the box. I like that. be curious. I like that too. I think too many people, particularly now with pandemic and the way we're living, too many people are inside the box. I'm not saying go be unsafe. I'm just saying try to figure out a way, even with the constraints that we are having to live under these days of of thinking outside the box. That's a good one. Which romantic comedy could you watch on repeat? Oh, that's a good one. To tell you the truth, I really don't watch comedies. Okay. I like war movies. I like documentaries. I like, uh, oh, I know, I know, I'm sorry. That's it's okay. It's favorite, and every night we watch it. Oh, God. Seinfeld. <laughs> I don't think we've ever heard that one. In the, oh, as my an God. <laughs> They every funny. single night. And the situations that they get into, there's definitely a rom-com element there. And <laughs> it's hysterical. It is hysterical. Now, do you watch the Larry David show also? I used to. Okay. Yeah. I think he's hysterical too. He is. He is. All right. Susan Honey, good. You're beyond good. You're absolutely grand. Thank you for sharing your empowering message of Moxie with us all today on All's Fair. Tell my listeners where they can find you online, please. You can find me online at honeygood.com. And I am, of course, on Instagram at I am honeygood. Fantastic. And you are honey good. You're, you're wonderful. Thank you. You rock. Thank you for being with us today. What a great and shining example for everybody listening. Um, I appreciate you being with us and your words of wisdom. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. And it was a pleasure meeting both of you. And I wish you a happy day. Thank you. You as well. Thanks so much, honey. Bye bye. Goodbye. Thank you. She was fun. Yeah, very interesting. And I I mean, who would have imagined the stories that she'd tell? I know. I thought you said she had 27 grandchildren. Did she lose one or did she forget one? It's a very good question because doing the research for this uh, this episode, like there's 25 grandchildren, 26 grandchildren, 27 grandchildren. Well, it's hard to keep up. Yeah, um, yeah, I wanted you to ask her if she could name them all. Well, yeah, I didn't because I, if she could, I didn't want to have to listen to it. But um, how old do you think she is? <laughs> I, 
I would say, okay, so she told the story about her friend who was in her 80s, right? right? In New York City. So somewhere between 75 and 85? I bet she's younger. I bet she's okay. younger. Like 65? You couldn't find that anywhere in the research? No, it is not online anywhere. Interesting. <laughs> it's, the internet has been wiped <laughs> clean, clean of Honey, of honey Good's, Good's age. <laughs> yes. Well, anyway, I liked her. I thought she was cool. And I do yes. love that she's putting this community together for women. And I love what she said about the group that she had that was like women from 28 to 90, whatever, because I do think that too often these days we dismiss kind of our elders. And yeah, some of them are dismissible, but some of them have some really good shit to say. And I think if we listen, we could save ourselves a lot of time and, and heartache if we took some of these wise women and men's words to heart. So that's why I'm doing this podcast at 52, I guess. Anyway, thank you, Johnny, for joining me. And thank you all for listening and following us at It's Over Easy on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Rate us at Apple Podcasts. And remember, we cannot do this without you. We'll be back next week. Hear you then. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.